Hello and welcome to the Most Best Podcast. It's the comedy quiz show where each week an incredible guest will fight tooth and nail for the honour of being crowned my co-host with the Mohost. I am now this many episodes in just realising how narcissistic my own podcast is. I am your host, Zach Williams, and joining me today uh, for that honour, we have comedian, improviser, and one of the hosts of Big World Small Talk, it's Leon Bukowski. Hey, I'm cheering myself here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, if you can't cheer yourself, who can? <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> how are we, buddy? You okay? Good, yeah, all good this end. Excellent. Excited for the uh, the array of increasingly stupid games that I have planned out for you? Oh, don't worry, I'm, uh, I like stupid games. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, prior to going live, uh, or prior to recording, shall we say, you actually let me know that uh, you have a history of actual game shows. Yes, yeah, fantastic. Fantastically, I've been on uh, three, three game shows, and my, my record is that I've been on three game shows, and I've never won anything. So I was on uh, can't cook, won't cook. Lost that, but got a blender. That was like <laughs> nice. The, that was the thanks for coming. Here's a blender prize. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was uh, what was that? And wipeout. Uh, I lost that one as well. And I got a signed photo of Bob Monkhouse. That was the that was the thanks for coming prize. And then the Price is Right, where I won nothing <laughs> and got nothing for coming. <laughs> Just <laughs> congratulations for coming. And I even was on a I was on a an unbroadcast. Uh, pilot with Sandy Tosvik, so it wasn't real, just pretend, just running through the format, and I still lost that as well. <laughs> so even when it wasn't real, <laughs> even when it was nothing at stake. <laughs> Do you ever feel uh, responsible for the show not being picked up? <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. It's possible they went, uh, yeah, no, this. Who? Where'd you get these people from? <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> So for the new besties uh, who may be joining us, this may be their first episode listening. First of all, congratulations. You have incredible taste. Uh, but to uh, let you know what you're in store for, I have created a series of very silly games. Now, Leon will uh, be competing throughout for points. If at the end of the episode he has uh, the most points out of anyone, he will be crowned my co-host with the Mo-host at the end of the season. Now... My current co-host of the Mohost uh, is stand-up comedian, pun enthusiast, and podcaster Kyle Davis, who Ooh. currently sits at two hundred and thirty-six points. Oh dear! <laughs> yeah, <I'm> nervous now. <laughs> What's the lowest? Let me let me let me set the bar a bit easier for me. What's the lowest anyone's ever scored? <laughs> I think it was single digits. I want to say um, six, just to be generous, but it may be low. <laughs> I'm writing that down. <laughs> <laughs> so 236 points to beat. But as is the same every episode, uh, there is a runners-up prize. We don't want you to walk away empty-handed. Uh, so should you not win, you will walk away with a blender, a signed photo of Bob Monkhouse, yes! and nothing. <laughs> I'll double me money. I'll double the entire awards from the entire career <laughs> in one night. <laughs> so let's jump into some games. Now, the first game we're going to play is nice and simple. Uh, the rules are easy. It's, it's called Dice to Meet You, and all you have to do for five points is tell the besties at home the rules of the game. So the rules of the game for Dice to Meet You is very simple. So when you roll the dice... And before the dice stops rolling, you have to say what it's not. 
And so you've got a one in uh, five and six chance of getting it right. However, if you get it wrong and you guess the correct number, then you have to jump up the number of times that the dice has been rolled. I actually like that. It's adding in an, an element of uh, cardiovascular activity into the most best <laughs> podcast. It <laughs> it, it's important. You've got to get your cardio in. It's oh, February. It, yeah. We can't now, give so. up. See, it's February. We can't give up on our health kicks already. Uh, unfortunately, no. As fun as that game sounds, those aren't the rules. So you don't win the points. Uh, it's a pretty simple game. I will roll a 20-sided die. Jeez. Whatever number lands face up, you have to describe your podcast, Big World Small Talk, in that number of words. Okay, sounds good. Let's go. So for one, 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 one. <laughs> <laughs> Two. <laughs> Big fun. Big fun. Now, it always kind of ruins the game when you do get the small numbers because it inevitably leads to me going, hey, why not tell us a little bit more about it anyway? <laughs> Basically, what we do is we, in this world of Zoom comedy at the minute, we get comedians from all around the world and we chat to them about comedy in their sort of area, wherever they are. So we usually have, um, at the minute, we've got the three permanent hosts, is me, uh, Lucy, and a guy called Alex. Alex is in America. Lucy's in the UK, and I was in Malaysia, but now have returned to the UK. So now we're two of us in the UK, one in America. And then we bring in somebody else from somewhere around the world. We say, what's the comedy like in your um, area? And most at the minute, we talk about how bad it is with COVID. <laughs> the, the general start. Uh, in real times, though, there might well be a more different conversation. And then we just have silly questions. And that's basically the whole premise. Big fun. <laughs> and we try and, and we constantly say... Don't go too big. Last time we were attacking Woody <laughs> Allen and we got we all reminded ourselves it's small talk. <laughs> Not to go too big. No points, unfortunately won. Oh. But that's just the first game. We got plenty to go. Stepping in to Lyoria. Now, Leon was more than gracious in writing five true or false statements about himself prior to recording. The game is, uh, Leon, you will read one. Uh, in turn, I can ask only one question, and based off that information, I have to decipher whether or not uh, it's a lie. Okay. If I guess correctly, I will knock two points off you. A very, very uh, high likelihood that you may go into the negatives on this game. Okay. <laughs> um, but for everyone you trick me with, you get five points. So there's also a high chance that you can score big. Okay, I'm on it. <laughs> uh, so if you're ready, hit me with statement number one. So number one, I once interviewed Jimmy Carr live on stage. Was this uh, at, for example, Jimmy Carr, one of his shows just pulling up an audience member, or were you uh, employed, you know, brought in <laughs> uh, actually to interview him on stage? Just pull up on stage, he just picked me out of the audience, you know, Glamour, a glamour person. It was, you know, to, to keep the uh, audience entertained. It was his foil. It just couldn't be asked to write any jokes. He's like, I oh, know, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just get someone else to take, take control of the show. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, just pulled me out, plucked me for fame from the audience. And look at you now. You're on the most best podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Replucked for fame. See, you did it. <laughs> hey, mate, that, this career is just going bang, bang, bang. You're on your way to the top, baby. <laughs> Without much effort. 
Uh, oh, see, I when I saw Jimmy Carr, he didn't pull someone on stage. But he did something very similar in which he had people just texting in jokes throughout the time. Uh, so I understand he is a lazy comedian. I'm going to say that's true. You were pulled up on stage by Jimmy Carr. Yeah, that's true. Fantastic. Unfortunately, that does put you at minus two points currently. Well, that's okay. I'll get him back. I have every confidence. I love that level of confidence in my co-hosts. <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. <laughs> it's not from experience. <laughs> just just ride the, the never-ending high that is most best. Uh, what the hell does that even mean? What's statement number two? <laughs> um, okay, so my wife this time uh, no, uh, once knocked over Yoko Ono at an airport. Knocked over <laughs> Yoko Oh, no, no. My question really wants to be, like, what was the noise that Yoko Ono made when she got knocked over? Because she makes some pretty wild noises when she stood up. But, that, but let's not um, let's not make that the question. Uh, was Yoko Ono cool about it? That would be my question. <laughs> yeah, she's quite cool, I think. Yeah, she didn't, uh, didn't say much. So it looks a bit ruffled. I think she was a bit surprised, but... <laughs> didn't, didn't stay in bed for a couple of weeks over it. No, no, she was out of bed, fully clothed, you know, dressed like normal. Woo! <laughs> look at you, Yoko! <laughs> uh, oh, I'm going to say false. Yeah, your wife did not knock over Yoko Ono. True, she did. Wow! <laughs> she was in the... Um, I don't know why, she was in the magazine bit. So it was the, whatever the, the New York equivalent of... What, um, W. H. Smith is. I don't remember the name of the shop, but she was in there like a boarders type of thing, reading the magazine. I said to the wife, "That's Yoko Ono." She says, "No, no we were both just fucking drunk. charged it." <laughs> <laughs> I'll prove you. We were, I, I have to. Should've, I should have um, preloaded this. We were both quite drunk. <laughs> so, so I said, "That's Yoko Ono." She said, "No, it's not." And then because she, she wanted to get closer, <laughs> aid her vision. <laughs> She went over, stumbled, and knocked her into the magazine rack. <laughs> and she did say, now this this is true, maybe because she was just thinking it, she went, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know, I think she was trying to make a joke. I think she then picked it up and then ran away. <laughs> I, I can imagine your wife being like, psst, watch this. Like, Yoko, bang! Oh no! <laughs> this was this was pre-mobile phone. So if there was a mobile phone, if anybody had mobile phones, that would that would have gone viral. But no, the pre-mobile phones. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so not only an incredible story, but it puts you on three points already Woo-hoo! out of the negatives. Uh, what is statement number three? Number three: I once sat on a hedgehog. <laughs> My question, nice and simple, on purpose? No, no, no! It was someone's pet. And it was on a chair. So it was in a, in a strange place. <laughs> uh, and it is also a strange pet to have. <laughs> but, you know, I'm a comedian. hanging around with a lot of artist types. And, <laughs> <a hedgehog. laughs> and it was on a chair. And I, I didn't check the chair for hedgehogs. <laughs> in all fairness, that's Don't on judge. you then, Don't isn't judge. it, Leon? That's on you. You <laughs> should have done your due diligence, done your government-mandated hedgehog check before you sat down. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm going to say uh, false, only because I hope you didn't sit on a poor hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, that is false. That is false. I did have a friend who did have a hedgehog, but I didn't, I've never sat on a hedgehog. Good. Honestly, like, I really didn't want this to take a real sour <laughs> turn. Like, and the hedgehog did not make it. <laughs> RSPCA. <laughs> 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 
Obviously, someone's just going to burst into my room now and chuck a bucket of red paint over me. <laughs> it's like I didn't even sit on the hedgehog. What are you doing? It's all made up. It's not. No hedgehogs were harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> the producer want to make that clear. <laughs> Weirdly, not the first time I've had to give that disclaimer on the show. <laughs> Oh, there we go. So, unfortunately, back down to one point. Uh, what is statement number four? So, I once got lost in the jungle for two days and one night. Lost in the jungle for two days and one night. Now, as you say, I know you've spent time in Malaysia. Uh, I personally have spent time in, uh, it was in Borneo, but in the rainforest overnight. So, uh, I guess my question would be: Was it in in Malaysia the uh, the the jungle in which you were lost? Me and my Malaysia. So I, w- I went out for a uh, run trek through the jungle uh, in like a well known track, uh, but it wasn't quite as easy as I thought. Man, <laughs> terrifying if true, because turns out the jungle is a loud place, even <laughs> at night, especially at night. Lots of things move, yes. That's, that's Lots of movements, lots of noises, uh, which you can't quite decipher, but definitely no could kill you. I once saw uh, in in the, uh, the, the jungle uh, the second largest spider I have ever seen being eaten by the largest spider I have ever seen. Yeah, that yeah, place yeah. is um, truly terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I used to do quite a bit. Then there's the yeah, so I've seen quite a few snakes and monkeys and, and wild boar. They're the killers, wild boar. Oh wow! Let them let them wander through the jungle. That's obviously a good idea. <laughs> uh, just <laughs> because I hope that is uh, not true. I'm going to say false. I hope you. Uh, I hope you've never befallen such a fate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's made up. I never. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you fuck at me in the rainforest? <laughs> No, I did. I did go to the rainforest, so I, I could have asked lots of questions about the rainforest, but I've never, uh, never got lost in the rainforest. Although I did, uh, I did get dengue fever twice from going in the jungle. So dengue fever, dengue fever. What is uh, that? It's like, uh, it's like a bad fever. You get warned about it whenever they, you know, when you get those sheets of paper, do not get this disease. Okay, and they always give you that thing. Whatever you do, don't get this disease. <laughs> <laughs> I got it twice. You're like, ah, oh, shit. That was the one reason I was going. <laughs> I got the I got the second one. The first one I got it just who knows where because you get it from mosquitoes and they bite you. Um, and the second time I got it because I hadn't been out because it was lockdown. So I'd been in the house. First day I went out the house, went for a little trek through the jungle, got bitten, got dengue. <laughs> oh man! So I know exactly what I did on the first day of my uh, lockdown. <laughs> I went out. Mosquitoes were sitting around going, "We haven't had anything to eat for days." <laughs> Weeks? Where are all the people? <laughs> oh man! Oh, here's one. <laughs> oh, mate, that is that is a special kind of unlucky, fair play. <laughs> Especially as because it put you back in the negatives. You're now on minus one point. Uh, what is your fifth and final statement? I once came runner-up. And I didn't mention this. Once came runner-up in a uh, knobbly knees competition in Butlins. Had you, prior to the competition, always considered yourself a well-nobbled man? Or was it uh, just kind of like, oh, I'll jump in and get involved and found yourself, you know, placing <laughs> on the leaderboard? <laughs> well, see, I never really, it hadn't been something, to be honest, it hadn't been something that really crossed my mind. Uh, <laughs> but we were there, we were on holiday, and this was what you do, apparently. 
and uh, I jumped in and was surprised by my own <laughs> ability, <laughs> having never <laughs> practiced or even known the criteria for not. <laughs> I didn't even know what the criteria was. It, it, uh, in my mind, it was like, you know, turning up to the crucible, having never played a uh, snooker before and being given a stick. And he said, off you go. <laughs> You see some sleazy producer type away in the wings being like, he's a natural. (laughs) I haven't used it since, to be honest. Um, But, you know, maybe one day. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe maybe we'll find a way to incorporate this into the podcast. I mean, it's it's on the CV, but... Oh, um, true. Entirely true. You are a runners-up in a knobbly knees competition in Butlins. What a sentence. <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. No. You know that if I was in a knobbly, I would have lost. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly smooth legs. Uh, you know, like those toys you got that uh, it was a wire frame, but with rubber over it, and you kind of bent them. That's what my limbs look like. <laughs> you can't see the bends. Yeah, no. I've never, as far as I know, I've never been in there. Nobody needs competition. As far as you know. As far as I know. Who, who knows when you're drunk? Could have done anything. I've seen pictures on Facebook going, that wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> when did I go there? <laughs> Alcohol is a hell of a thing. Um, <laughs> but that has brought you back up uh, to positive points, uh, leaving Lyoria on four. Four whole points. Read them and we. I'm not too far from that 240, wherever it was, as a leaderboard. Come on, we wait. <laughs> Leon, you are actually going to be a guinea pig uh, in this episode. We're about to play a game that's never been played on the Most Best Podcast. Now it is replacing the celebrity birthday game. People got wise uh, that you could just Google what celebrity's birthday it was uh, and started gaining the system. So I've scrapped that. What we're going to play now is the celebrity birthday message game. Ooh. Ooh, now you're talking. All right. You've hooked me. I'm hooked. So what I've done, I have gone on an unnamed, unspecified celebrity shout-out website. You know where you can pay a celebrity money to get them to record a happy birthday video, for example? Oh, I love... See, now, I... I I've only recently discovered these, and I'm a bit obsessed. Yes, yeah, same here. Absolutely, <laughs> looking at them and seeing how much they charge. I'm like, oh, and then it's like a little good guessing game. You go, how much is it from that guy that once was in The Sopranos? And you go, oh, two hundred quid, and then you get people from Towie like ten quid and stuff. You're like, ooh. <laughs> if I was on that, that is all I would do. I'd be freaking going. Well, I should be on more than him, aren't I? <laughs> Uh, So you are going to absolutely love this game because it's your basic higher or lower game. Uh, I will give you the first person and their price, and then we'll have to go... I'll give you the next celebrity, we'll go higher or lower. Everyone you get right, you win 10 points. There's a potential 100 points to win. Uh, The theme, I thought I'd go thematic with it. Ah, This is layered, it's layered. Every one of these actors has appeared in the US version of The Office. So we will start. Andy Buckley, the actor who portrays David Wallace, uh, will say happy birthday to you for £134.25. Do you think Kate Flannery, who plays Meredith, is more or less expensive? You know, I wonder if I should full disclosure here. I do know, and maybe I shouldn't say that. See, whenever you, I was thinking of saying that, I do know quite a bit about The Office, and I, I know other characters quite well. Uh, a bit of an uh, American Office fan. Um, 
Uh, but then now, now I've said it. If this goes badly wrong, <laughs> <laughs> I, I always imagine when you go on like that mastermind and say, "What's your specialist subject?" and then you say it, and then you sit down and you're terrible at it. People aren't going to be thinking, you know, with those questions. Who are they? Just thinking, why did you pick that subject? You don't seem to know <laughs> anything about <laughs> random questions. You can get away with. So you're like, oh, I just didn't know that question. But um, okay, so Meredith will be cheaper because David Wallace has been in all kinds of other movies as well. So I'd say she's cheaper. Incorrect. Kate Flannery, £135. So moving on, is Jack Coleman, who played Angela's boyfriend, uh, Senator Lipton, more expensive or less expensive than Kate Flannery? Well, see, he was also in uh, Heroes, wasn't he? And Heroes is a bit of a cult show in it. It's got to be higher, higher. You're going higher. Incorrect. Uh, Jack Coleman, £37.50. What a bargain. God, that is cheap. After these hero days and everything. Maybe the hero residuals didn't go as far as he uh, would have thought, and now he's just shilling himself on uh, the <laughs> otherwise unnamed celebrity uh, birthday shout-out website. I'm not naming them because they're not paying me. <laughs> Next, Brian Baumgartner, who plays Kevin, Kevin Malone. Is he more or less expensive than Jack Coleman? Now, my, my whole reasoning about how famous they are has gone out the window. I'd imagine maybe <laughs> this is this should be more about how popular they are in the office, maybe, then. I would say, Brian, I mean, he's kind of, because the other guy, the equivalent of the British guy, um, is it Kevin, is it? Or whoever it is, the equivalent of the British guy, does loads of these, and he gets quite a few quid. So I'd imagine Brian will get similar. Let's go higher with Brian, then. You're going higher with Brian. Correct. Brian Baumgartner, £146.25. Ewan McIntosh, who plays Keith in the British office, uh, £37.50. <laughs> uh, my brother got one for his partner for her birthday, wasn't he? <laughs> so, uh, as I say, Brian Baumgartner, £146.25. David Kochner, who plays Todd Packer, more or less expensive. He's, oh, he's, he's in everything. I mean, he's in Anchorman and everything. But then I've been burnt like that before, haven't I? Like, <laughs> heroes guy. So I'm going higher. He's a big star. I'm going back to my original maths. Excellent. That is another 10 points for you. Uh, so David Kochner, £168.75. Yeah, big shout out for Whammy and all that. There you go. That's what you want him to say. <laughs> Oscar Nunez, uh, who plays. Funnily enough, Oscar, the accountant, higher or lower? He's only been a few other little things. Lower. It's got to be lower. It's not by much. It is lower. £150 for Oscar Nunez. <sighs> but Melora Hardin, who plays Jan Levinson, is she more or less expensive than Oscar Nunez? Lower. Lower, lower, lower. Lower. Incorrect. Melora <sighs> Hardin, £224.25. That's crazy. That is insane. Just because she had one little bit in Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she must have worked, you know, she must have worked elsewhere. I've only on, seen her in Friends in the office. <laughs> I, I don't... Well, who's she in Friends? She played one of Joey's girlfriends, which, of course, is obviously a big list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, was, she was one of them. <laughs> Pretty sure he had about four per season. Yeah. Um, Four point episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie David Baker, who plays Stanley Hudson, uh, more or less expensive than Jan Levinson. Oh, yeah, this is trickier than I thought. He's that kind of cheesy character you would put in. I'm going higher. Higher, let's go higher. 
Going higher. Correct. £261.75. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy money. <laughs> uh, next, Nelson Franklin, who played Nick, the eighth IT guy at Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> he's good. <laughs> yeah, that, he's going to be real. He was only in it for like five or six episodes. So, yeah, he's going to be low. Uh, much lower, much lower. Correct. £56.25. He has been in loads of stuff, though. He was in New Girl and, and other things, but... I've been burnt like that before, you see, so I started off with that theory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking this is just for Office fans only. <laughs> uh, moving swiftly on from Nick, the eighth and most despised IT guy, to the most despised man in the office, Toby Flenderson, Paul <laughs> Lieberstein himself, more or less expensive. Mm. he's going to be more because he's in it through all of them and he's a writer in it and stuff so he's going to be more more and more 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 $371.25 pence for uh, right, see, yeah he does a lot of writing and stuff so I'd imagine he probably set that and couldn't be bothered of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if I'm not getting 300 I'm not even going to answer <laughs> yeah, exactly if someone is willing to pay <laughs> that money I'll do it <laughs> yeah I don't want to do it really but you know it's silly money so go on <laughs> And lastly, uh, we have Linda Paul, who plays Colleen, Pam's second mum. Because in the <laughs> earlier seasons, Pam's mum is played by a different actress. She does change over time. Uh, the second mum, although I think she's quite a reasonably famous actress. But then, uh, yeah, no, she's going to be a lot less. No one could charge more than $300. I don't care who it is in the show. I mean, even Steve Carell <laughs> must be getting up to $300. <laughs> Correct. It is correct. Much lower. £75 for uh, for Linda Paul. So, Toby, uh, Max is out the list as well as the most expensive, which is crazy. That is is crazy prices. See, now, even though it's a show, now I quite hate him. (laughs) (laughs) This has worked really quite well in your favour, to be honest, as it's bumped you up to 74 points. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. As the guinea pig for the uh, for the new game, how was it for you? It was fantastic. Uh, I wouldn't let, can I not have the runner-up prize to be a message from <laughs> Toby? <laughs> <laughs> Only if you go halves. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> it's time to play the five-question pub quiz. Uh, very simple. It's five questions. It's a pub quiz. Each question is a different round. So we've got music, sport, film and TV, general knowledge, and this week's specialist subject, we've gone back to lazy songwriting as a specialist subject. Each right answer, five points. How does that sound? Sounds good to me. Let's go for it. Let's go. So question number one, music round. Which actor fronted the rap group Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? Uh... Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want the full name? (laughs) Please. (laughs) Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Question two. Sport. (laughs) Oh, you'll you'll have to wait like the rest of them. (laughs) Sport. (laughs) Before he was an actor... What all my uh, all my questions are actor based apparently. Sport. Before he was an actor, what sport did Jason Statham compete in? God, he looks like a swimmer, doesn't he? He looks like a swimmer. I'm tempted to say football, but maybe it's driving, actually. 
Um, <laughs> I love your reasoning. He looks like a swimmer, and I'm tempted to say football, so uh, driving. Drive. I'll go uh, driving. He was a Formula 5 driver. I don't know whatever the lowest Formula driver is. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of them. Formula 9 driver. <laughs> Formula 9, which in Germany is called Formula No. Question 3, <laughs> film and TV. Who hosted Pimp My Ride UK? Richard Blackwood? I'm guessing. Why am I guessing that? I don't know. I don't think I've seen it. I'm guessing him. <laughs> Question 4, general knowledge. How many days did David Blaine remain suspended in a glass box above London? You can go three either way. <laughs> All right, so I'm not going to go for zero. <laughs> zero to three. And you Negative can't be a minus. three days. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't turn up. <laughs> Counted three days before he started. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, it's got to be, uh, he's, he thinks he's like Jesus. And it's got to be four, 40. I'm going to go for 40. I think he copied Jesus. Even though Jesus didn't do the box thing, he was, you know, he had his own tricks. <laughs> <laughs> he was an original. Thank you very much. Yeah. He was just making stuff up as he goes along. See, watch this, boys. <laughs> got three fishes. <laughs> what if you don't like fish? Shut up, Jesus. Chop <laughs> oh, me that bread then. Question yeah. five specialist subject, lazy songwriting. How many times do Eiffel 65 say the word blue in their hit single, I'm Blue, Dabba Dee, Dabba Die? <laughs> Once again, you can go See, three I am, I am either way. To go through the whole song in my head going, uh, best, uh, 56. 56 times. So let's look at the score. Question number one, music. It was, in fact, Mark Wahlberg who fronted Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, giving you not only good vibrations, but five points. Oh, yes. Here Might we go. be the first uh, recorded Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch joke of 2021. So I'm claiming that. Big old tick <laughs> on my resume. <laughs> Uh, two, sport. Jason Statham was a professional diver. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah so you were really close. If you just dropped one R from your answer. <laughs> I said he was a swimmer and a driver in my head. <laughs> I'd probably put it together. Oh. Um, question three, film and TV. Uh, Tim Westwood hosted uh, Pimp My Ride UK. Yeah. The most depressing uh, TV show ever. When I have American guests, I always ask them that question and then make them Google Pimp My Ride UK. <laughs> just because it's uh, it's just not the same. You know, you've got from no. X to the Z exhibit, going to LA Customs, you know, really decking out these cars, to some guy Larry's garage in Rotherham, putting a microwave in the back of a Ford Cortina. <laughs> going, oof. Can't do it this week. <laughs> <laughs> and then charging them at the end. <laughs> yeah. Where do you need when do you need it for? <laughs> the show. Oh. Get it by the end of the week, maybe if I ring me mate. <laughs> it costs you extra though. <laughs> Question four, general knowledge. How many days did David Blaine remain suspended Christ-like in a box above London? 44 days you were one out from the he had, he had to beat jesus didn't he he couldn't have it couldn't have go, go on jesus you only did 40 <laughs> <laughs> and this week's specialist subject how many times did eiffel 65 say the word blue uh in i'm blue it turns out only 29 times oh. i've gone through it twice in my head that's what it is <laughs> So only one correct answer, meaning uh, five points, but it put you on 79 leaving the game, which is a pretty damn respectable score. 
What? I can't believe. Why would David? Why did David Blaine do forty-four days? That would that would annoy me. If I was a producer, I would say, Why? Why forty-four? Why not forty-five or four? Why? Why the four? You think you just got? I missed, you must have just got to forty-four and went, oh, I've had enough. And they're like, What are you doing forty-four for? We're not ready for you to come out. Also, um, two two points about that. Uh, standing in a box isn't magic. And where did he shit? <laughs> <laughs> It's unfortunately, uh, and I mean that, this has been such a fun episode, it is unfortunately time for the last game on this week's Most Best Podcast. And as always, we're going out with a riveting round of the Court of Public Opinion. Oh, here we go. This sounds good. So uh, simply, all I have done, I have found a a clickbait news article on social media. I have ignored the article and jumped headfirst into the social media comment section. I have uh, retrieved five comments for you. I will read them out. And based off that information, you have to tell me what the news story, quote unquote news story, was about. <laughs> Go on. This could, this could be weird. Uh, nice and simple. Uh, you have 79 points at the moment. If you get it correctly, uh, or, uh, you know, as I deem close enough... <laughs> You will double your points, leaving the game on 158 points. So you may not, well, you will not win. It, that's not, since it's two, cannot uh, win. 236 that, is that's definitely more. It's out my mind. I'm not thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. But you get your pizza patch, you get your blender, you get your signed Bob Monkhouse photo, and you get nothing. That's that's a plethora of prizes. Oh, I don't know where I'll put it all, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so... If you're ready, all names have been changed to protect the opinionated. Comment number one comes from Girth Widely. Uh, and they say, not for me, but to each their own. I prefer the above picture. All right, okay. Comment number two comes from Terry Tory. Uh, and they say, as long as she doesn't complain to have no money to feed her kids, she can do what she likes. Mm-hmm. And remember, these comments are uh, written verbatim. I'm not, that, that wasn't just my terrible grammar. <laughs> uh, I bet you were tempted to change the grammar a little bit. There you go. Should have been a comma, should have been a full stop. <laughs> Turns out they're all written perfectly. I'm like, haha, I will sully the name of the general public. <laughs> uh, comment number three comes from Optimus Prime, but not that Optimus Prime. Uh, and they say, what? She has no colouring books, but it's her choice. Books. Okay. Comment number four comes from some dude I was in school with who used to pick his nose a bunch. Uh, and they say, loads of people I know have them and kids. Have them and kids. And the, uh, the last comment comes from Joe Mama. And Joe Mama says, I've never understood uh, why someone would want to look like a secretary's doodle pad. So, I thought what I thought I started was, uh, my thought was it was... Um, Rebel Wilson losing the weight, and now I'm thinking of some kind of tattoo, and I have no idea who's got a who's got a tattoo recently. Coloring tattoo, I'm trying to show me working out here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit all this out. Don't you worry. <laughs> be much quicker going. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a tattoo, a tattoo. I don't know who's got tattoos recently. Um, somebody who's got a tattoo of. Uh, oh, I don't know. Sorry, it's Angelina Jolie has new tattoos. Uh, a map of uh, Swansea. <laughs> Unfortunately, 
That Post. is incorrect. <laughs> um, so everyone goes for the celebrity angle on this answer. When you have to realize that, uh, you know, these people, it was, I believe, a Mirror article. They they will just plumb regular Joe's old social media <laughs> to find a story. And essentially, this story was, look, it's a mum with tattoos. That, that's the story. That That's, it's not, I, I, I'm reluctant to call it a story, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, unfortunately, no points won, but no points lost, meaning you leave. Most best podcast. Not my co-host, but a respectable 79 points. Now, as is the case, uh, please take this as your opportunity to tell all the besties at home everything about your work and where they can get it. Yeah, so you can uh, find me on Leon Bukowski Comedy, or Leon Bok Comedy, I should say, on Facebook and all the other social medias when I get around to doing them. <laughs> as long as the name's not been taken. Uh, and of course, you can also find me on um, Big World Small Talk, which is every Sunday at 10 o'clock. We have lots of uh, fantastic guests on, and we we do a little bit of talking about comedy, and then we just do loads of silly questions. And that's basically it. Incredible. Now, a little bit behind the curtains for the besties at home. Uh, That (laughs) means that is going to happen in 55 minutes from right now when we're recording, so I know what I'm watching tonight. (laughs) If you liked what you heard today and you want more, please uh, subscribe to The Most Best Podcast wherever you get podcasts, apart from YouTube, but we are working on that. Uh, all social medias at Most Best Podcast. We are now uh, streaming horror games once or twice a week on Twitch, uh, which is twitch.tv forward slash Most Best Zach. Come hang out and watch me audibly scream like a small child on the internet. <laughs> Just leaves me to say on a respectable 79 points, but hell, what a what a campaign play and what a fun time. Leon Bukowski, besties at home. Thank you ever so much. <laughs> Great fun, thanks.